Welcome to Cyber CEO, wherein we talk about how our cyber backers helped our cyber CEOs take their businesses to the next level. Cyber CEO is powered by Cyberbacker, the world's leading provider of admin support services from anywhere in the world to anyone in the world. Please visit our website www.cyberbacker.com for more details. Cyberbacker, my name is Jello. We're back with another episode of Cyber CEO. We have a very special guest today as part of the Thompson Realty Group. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for asking. And of course, thank you very much for giving us your time and being on the show. So, yeah, sure. for the benefit of everyone who's listening, can you tell us something about yourself, Chris? Okay, well, uh, I have uh, three boys of my own. Uh, my wife has three boys of her own. So we have six boys that we've been uh, raising uh, for about seven or eight years now. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I've been in real estate for 23 years. Um, wow. I have just started really focusing on uh, real estate as a business um, for the last four years. Uh, I'm a super passionate guy. Uh, I value... Um, probably honesty, trust, uh, uh, character more than anything else in life. Uh, and I'm just uh, thrilled to be above ground. And uh, I don't feel like I work. I feel like I just build relationships all day. And that's uh, truly who, you know, who I am and who I want to be. Well, imagine 23 years in the business. And most important thing, as you mentioned, is building relationships. I think that is yes. key as well in this type of world, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, of absolutely. Course. Now, talking about relationships, you have your own cyber backer, am I right? I do, yes. Winston. So how long has he been working with you and your team? I think right at two years. I think we just hit a two-year anniversary mark. Two wonderful years. It's just been getting better and better. So yeah, two years. Two wonderful years. Now, if you don't mind me asking, is this your first time working with someone virtually? Yes, I believe it is. I don't think I've ever had a, a virtual uh, assistant or someone who works for me or my business mm -hmm. uh, in, in the capacity that he does at all. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So sure. first time. How's the experience going so far? Fantastic. Um, it's been pretty amazing. Uh, the interview process went well. Uh, I did two sets of the first round of speed mm -hmm. interviews that you guys had when I um, you know, first went on. And then I interviewed... I think three people one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. uh, Winston was one of those, of course. And I just loved his enthusiasm. I loved uh, um, the smile he has. The, the, the guy never stops smiling. Like yes. every yes. time I, I see him, we do a lot of Facebook messaging uh, videos or zooms and he's just always just got the biggest smile on his face. Uh, and I think I felt a connection because of the passion he has. Uh, I really uh, enjoy passionate things and people in life and, uh, I can certainly feel it, uh, and I make a great connection with that. Um, and the experience from that first moment has just been great because him and I, uh, we communicate every day, uh, and I think that's the key. You know, we, we communicate, we're transparent, honest, uh, and passionate about what we do. Of course, passion is very, very important. And getting that feeling of that connection with another person, right? Because, again, you just uh, when you know, you know. That's it. Yeah, agree, agree. <laughs> it, was, it was a great start. So you already touched on it a bit about communication, but what other things are key to make this type of relationship work, make it a successful partnership? Uh, I, 
again, and it's just who I am. So I do talk about it a lot. I don't mean to beat any dead horses, but uh, being open, honest, uh, transparent. Um, I think open, being open, being honest with each other and having transparent communication and trust. I mean, that's it for me. Mm -hmm. As long as we have that, we can get through anything, right? Nobody's perfect, um, especially me. Uh, I don't expect him or anyone else to be perfect. Uh, for me, a, success, a successful working relationship is really built on trust um, and that we can come to each other with any concerns we may have or issues we may have. Uh, we won't bite each other's heads off with it. You know, we just say, look, we're having a problem with this. Uh, you know, we really need to fix it. What can we do to fix it? We talk about it and, and then we do it. Um, and, you know, we're going to have changes in, in the business and life and technology all the time. Uh, and we both have to kind of adapt and roll with that. Uh, and, you know, that, that's what we do. Uh, he's allowed to talk to me and tell me if I'm not doing my job uh, as, a, as the team leader, or the rainmaker, as, as boss or whatever. And uh, I give him permission to do that. I give, tell him all the time, look, if I'm not doing something I need to do, you tell me. It's not going to offend me. I won't take it the wrong way. And he's done that. And that's good. Uh, and it's simple. Um, it, you know, it's a simple, hey, here's what we got to do. Uh, you know, I, I see what you're saying and I'm going to work to get better at that. Uh, and you know, if I have something I need to talk to him, we do the same thing. There's no hard feelings about it. We move on. Uh, and I think that transparency, that honesty, uh, and just having that dialogue back and forth is really what makes it work for us. You know, I don't ever demean him. I don't, he doesn't feel like, mm -hmm. you know, oh my God, I messed up. It's the end of the world. It's okay. You know, I, it's fine. I, you know, I'd rather you mess up, uh, you know, and, and let's move on from it, you know. Of course, of course. As you mentioned, trust, open communication, and setting proper expectations, even at the very start, most especially at the very start of the relationship, right? Right. And that's where I failed, right? So he's, he's told me that several times that, you know, I need, I need to have, you know, some clear expectations of what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this, you know, a lot of times I speak in generalities and here's, we're here and here's what we need to do. Uh, and, and I don't really define you know, what I expect mm -hmm. over here, you know, what we need to do at all, you know? Uh, and so he has to really rein me in sometimes and say, okay, well, what do you mean when you say you need a smart plan for buyers? You know, uh, <laughs> so I'll have to kind of, oh, oh, right, right. Well, this is a post, post-closing buyer smart plan. We need to, you know, get something like that out so that we stay in touch with them. Oh, okay. That helps. What, what else, you know, so he's really good about that. And I think that's important. Again, communication is key these types of relationships now he's been working he's been working with you for two years now how much yep. time has he saved you ever since he started working with your team yeah so in terms of time um at least four to six four to eight hours a day wow. if, we, if we, we we hit the middle of that uh that's six hours because what he does are things that have to be done right so i live in uh, you know the keller williams realm Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we definitely follow the Pareto principle, the, uh, the feeling that, you know, 20% of what we do generates 80% of, of yes. you know, income or results. Uh, so we live the 80, 20 rule all day long. And what I really have to, uh, always tell myself, my coach tells me all the time, uh, is that the 80% of stuff that I have to get done, I need to pass off to people that, you know, that's what they do well. Yes. I'm not good at what Winston does well. I never have been. And for uh, about 15 years of my career, I try, I did all of those things myself. And why, you know, um, now that he's doing those, I get to focus on that 20%. Uh, so, 
you know, how much time has he saved me? A minimum of six hours a day. It's the paperwork, writing contracts. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I can I can tell you some of those things, you know, when you're ready, but minimum four to four to eight hours a day. And, you know, the main the, the great thing about that is that I get that time back with my family. I get it with my kids. I get it with my wife. I get it with, you know, relationships. Uh, you know, if if I were doing it myself, I would be working the 80 hour work week like I did for many, many, many years now. Uh, I work a very counterbalanced life, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 60 hours, probably. Uh, and I'm good with that. My family's good with that. So, yeah. And as you mentioned, time is very important, not just for yourself, but with kids, family and building relationships that would help your business grow as well, which you have already mentioned earlier. Very, very important. Now, oh, extremely Help us out here, Chris. There are a lot of people right now. They're still asking what a cyberbacker can do. How can they help me? So what are the things that your cyberbacker is currently doing for you and your team? Sure. Yeah. So for me specifically, he focuses. Uh, so he does every, he does everything in that 80 percent for me. Mm-hmm. He's not I mean, he specializes uh, uh, for me. The, the biggest part of his job is definitely uh, managing the transactions. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I get somebody under contract, a buyer and seller, and he works that contract all the way to the closing. Um, and uh, he does everything like, I, you know, I'm, I'm one-on-one with the buyer or the mm-hmm. seller. We go under contract and then I don't talk to them again too much for another month, like close to closing time. Uh, they might have a text or a call or an email, but it's not that daily interaction. He handles everything. So for instance, um, uh, he does, he coordinates all the paperwork for, uh, from contract to close. He handles all emails, calls, text, scheduling requests, um, paperwork between clients and lenders, you know, mortgage companies, title companies, other realtors, inspectors, vendors, mm-hmm. the sign guy, uh, other assistants of other agents. Um, it's a lot. Uh, you know, sometimes I have six, six to eight deals going on at one time. So he focuses a lot of his time on that, but he does so much other, so many other things too, for me. Uh, he troubleshoots any tech issues I have with command and tech support. There can be very time consuming. They're not very quick yes. because they handle, you know, so many agents around the world. Um, so he handles all of that. He knows all of my systems. He knows my clients, my methodology, how I work. Uh, especially by now after two years, and he creates and modifies all of my smart plans. He sets up all of my opportunities in command, which is like my pipeline. Uh, he, he calls, texts, and emails any client that I need ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, today, uh, you know, I I need you to call this person and and make sure that that they know that. And he looks at all of my emails, goes through all the garbage, make sure that I only get the ones that are important. He, he'll read an email that has something that needs to be done with it, whether it's regarding uh, a transaction or a future transaction or a lead, and he takes action on it. I don't have to tell him anything. Like by now, he just does a big part of my business. So he is, he is uh, you know, the backbone, literally the backside and the backbone that keeps my business running. He manages my Google calendars. He does the fun techie stuff. He loves learning that stuff. So I use Zapier, I use PySync, I, I program in Google Sheets, and he's, he's quickly picked up on a lot of those uh, programming techniques and apps and, mm-hmm. and programs. He puts all of my new listings into our MLS. He creates ads for them and puts them on Facebook. Um, he manages, uh, uh, so I, I manage properties also uh, mm-hmm. as a property manager, and he handles a lot. That's the worst paperwork in the world is property management. <laughs> 
and he gets all of, he makes sure that I have all the forms so that my compliance department, you know, they yell at him instead of me now. And he makes sure he doesn't get yelled at. So he's much better at getting that paperwork under control before I forget it because I do, that's not what I do well. Uh, he even does personal appointments for me. So if I have to set a doctor appointment or get my car taken in or book a trip, he gets me registered for mega camp and family reunion, you know, conventions that I need to go to. I'll just tell him what I need to do and he takes it and runs with it. Uh, you know, he does virtually everything that's, <laughs> that takes time away from me being in front of clients uh, developing those relationships mm -hmm. or in front of my family. And he does a great job at it. All right. So basically from what a you lot. said, he is everywhere in your business. He does everything and anything that he can, right? He does. Now, these type of roles could still grow, even if he has a lot of things to do for you and your team. And what are some of the things that you're considering having him do in the future? Yeah. So our team is going through a lot of transition. I've just brought my wife in uh, as a, a partner in my business. Uh, she's a realtor also now. So I'm even taking that 80, 20 and filter the, the, of the 20% I do now, I'm starting to find an 80, 20 of that. So she's going to work more with the buyers and, you know, that side of thing, uh, of things, but because of that, our businesses were getting busier with, with things. Uh, and so, we have more people we need to contact. I have people I need to touch base with. My database is growing and I need to, I need to have quick check-ins with that. So at this point, two years in, he knows my systems. He's very comfortable doing any of it. He's comfortable on the phone. Uh, I really do plan on having him do soft check-ins with, you know, past clients. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing sales related. I'm not looking for an ISA or anything like that just yet. And, and, and I'm not trying to, I would not push him into that, but when he has some downtime, it'll be, Hey, can you call these, you know, 20 people, leave a mess, leave this message. Uh, can you say, Hey, you know, I work with Chris at team Thompson. We just wanted to check in, uh, you know, and have a little script for him to, to do a lot of these calls. So now I'm, I'm getting to a point where if I have a hundred calls to make, I need to prioritize what are the most say 50, 40, 50 calls mm -hmm. I need to be making a day. And these other 50 still need to be called. And if I can't make them, at, you know, and there's no reason why he can't call and say, hey, how are things going? Is there anything great you need from Chris? Can we help you in any way? You know, how do you like the new house you moved in last year? And, uh, you know, so that's one of the things I'm getting ready to do. Um, the other thing is uh, I really plan on having like a reverse uh, bold 100 call in at some point. So I'm gonna, you know, have to have him manning the phones for that. Um, and I think as we're growing, my, you know, we've all, all three of us, my wife and Winston, we've mm -hmm. all agreed that we're probably gonna need to bring in another admin at some point in the future. Mm -hmm. And whether it's another cyberbacker or if it's someone I need in person, he's gonna be the one that trains that that person because it's gonna be offloading some of the stuff, most of the stuff that he does that's not as prior to a uh, higher priority. Uh, that he could easy, you know, easily pass off. And that's going to be a lot of his decision on what he passes off and what, what he keeps. Uh, so he's, he's, you know, those are, he's moving up in the, the decision-making process of my business in, in that respect, but he will be, do, he will be the person that comes up with that training, you know? Of course, and supporting this other person that you might be hiring, am I right? hundred percent. I don't, I'm not, you know, that person, that person will report to him for the most part mm -hmm. when it comes to anything they need to know uh, with their job, for sure. Of course, of course. Now, that's going to be a leadership role already in your team. That's good. It's going to be exciting for Winston. Now, yes. I want to ask you, though, about a few things. One more thing. Um, 
How about some opportunities or challenges that you've had working with Cyberbacker? Have there been any? Yeah, so, you know, um, we've had a few. Uh, one of the, the, the bigger challenges, um, and, this, and this might not be the kind of challenge you're, you're really looking with, but one of the challenges we had is, you know, because of where he's based, we've had some communication difficulties with, uh, you know, like internet service or phone service. And, um, you know, we... You know, it's been it's been kind of it's been kind of hard sometimes uh -huh. to, especially in the beginning. Not so much anymore, but in the beginning, you know, well, what if I need something? Or what if he needs me? How do we get a hold of each other? Mm -hmm. But what we've really learned to do is come up with a system of um, uh, alternative ways we can communicate. Right. So we have our priority. Our number one way is usually Facebook message. Right. That's just the okay. easiest for me. It's easy for him. Uh, and then if that goes down for some reason, if the internet's down, then we know it's going to be a text or a phone call. Uh, and if for some reason that's down, as long as he can have some way to, you know, get out and, and shoot an email, then, you know, we'll get that. So that's, that's kind of the, honestly, we, that's been one of the more, the, the biggest challenges we had early on. More recently, I would say, um, or, or I, I guess as we grew, the biggest challenges we've had is just making sure that we both understand again, back to the same thing we talked about mm -hmm. before, uh, is that if I'm having an issue or something or something's not quite right. And as we grow and things change, COVID, you know, totally changed the way we, yes. everyone does yeah. business. Right. Um, I don't, I, I always want to make sure that I'm not getting, you know, how sometimes if we don't communicate and we're not transparent, we bottle it up and we have these internal dialogues. And uh, I think the biggest challenge for me in the last year has just been, I have to slow down and realize that, you know, as we're changing, I've got to talk to him and, and keep that transparency and that open communication alive, not let it fester, just, just be open. Hey, Winston, I'm having some difficulties with this. Uh, we need to change this. It's not working for us. What do you suggest? Asking for his feedback. You know, I'm a high D. If you think about the disc mm -hmm. personality, I'm a high D and I like to control everything. And that's something I, I've, I've learned over the last two years because of the difficulties and, and me just not liking things, everything my way. It's got to be my way, you know. <laughs> uh, the more he's taken over these systems, it should be his way. If it's getting done and it's being done right, that leadership quality in Winston, uh, he should be able to do these things, these things his way. And we've been able to talk about those things. And we've turned those challenges into amazing opportunities to uh, – I won't say rev, I mean, I could say revolutionize the way yes. some things are done in my business. They're done better, better than I could ever do them with my, you know, you know, have to do it my way attitude. So I think overcoming my uh, difficulty in letting things go and delegating and passing that off uh, to somebody who does it better for me has been the biggest challenge I've done, challenge I faced uh, in the business side of things. Um, and we've overcome it because of that transparent, open, honest communication both ways. So I expect it from him. And sometimes as, as, as people who hire other people, mm -hmm. we expect them to do all of these things, but we don't show it. Uh, and so overcoming it is just me humbling, you know, being remaining humble uh, and saying, look, I'm not perfect either. And I've got to, you know, what's your input on this? What do you think we should do? How, how, can, you, how can we make this better in your mind? And being open to listen to that, uh, and that's really helped us. I mean, we've come a long way. I don't think there's ever been a time where I've thought uh, I can't, you know, this isn't going to work or mm -hmm. never. It's just gotten better and better. 
in my eyes. Again, that's what you mentioned. You still have to invest your time in, of course, supporting your cyber backers as well and vice versa. Again, as we always say in this, on the show, it's always going to be a two-way street between you and your cyber backer as well, correct? Right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. One last thing. Another question that a lot of our um, listeners are quite asking now these days. They don't really have, let's say, they have these second thoughts. They're not really sure about having their own cyber backer or believing in virtual leverage in itself. What advice would you be able to give these people? Oh, wow. So I'll, I'll tell you what my, my, what, so the decision for me to go to cyber backers and hire a virtual uh, uh, admin, um, my coach walked me through some steps and it was pretty simple. I look at it literally as taped. To my desk, right? Oh, there you this go. Is, this is my 80-20, right? These are my top five jobs out of mm -hmm. you know, the 25 jobs I do. This is my job, these five things. But this is really, this has a date, yeah, three, three four years ago. About three years ago. Uh, yeah. So it, this was an empowerment session that my MAPS coach mm -hmm. took me through. And basically, it's all about value. So for me... Uh, and for anybody thinking about doing it, I would say you really need to define your top priorities in life, your values, right? What's your value system? And for me, my number one value in life are my family, friends, clients, my quality of life, right? So we call that quality of life. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to go out after work or on the weekend or at some point during the day, sit down and have dinner with my friends or just go you know, walk on the beach or take a little trip for the weekend. I want to spend, uh, you know, a couple hours just hanging out with friends and family, spending time with my kids. To me, that's why we do what we do, right? So we can get that quality time with our friends. That's my number one value, you know, but I have some other values. I love helping people. So that would be like my number two self-worth, you know, it creates self-worth in me when I know that I can help other people, which is why I, I love doing what I do. I, you know, buying a house, selling a house, it's quite, quite stressful for people who don't do it every single day. I've done it every day for 20 years. So it's not as stressful for me when somebody says, you know, we need, we're getting out of this deal. If, if uh, you don't do this, I can kind of mitigate that and help, help most of my clients, you know, get past that phase without the stress that would normally come with it. Uh, you know, I, I have big goals and I want to grow. That would be another value that's real important to me. Um, and I got to have a purpose in life, right? What's my purpose for doing all this? What's my big why? Uh, and then finances, of course, I can't do a lot of these other things either above above that value or below the value of, of uh, being able to provide for my family and friends unless I'm making you know, the money that I want to make. So for me, if my, my advice is define what your values are, right? And post them, Sit, look at them every day, know what they are. I know what my values are in life. Once I knew that, the question is, how do I make number one better? How do I make number two better? How do I make number one a 10? When I first started, I'm looking at this for the first time in a while, but I see that my quality of life was like a seven a few years ago. I would say my quality of life, family and friends now is at least a nine, right? So it's gone up. That's the whole purpose, right? Why do I hire? Why did I want to hire a cyber backer? Or why should you? You've got to find you know, what's important to you and ask yourself, well, by hiring a cyber backer, will it give me more time with my family? Will it help me earn more money? Will it help me build bigger relationships? Will it help me work for this charity I want to do? Will it help me have peace of mind? Will it help me reduce my blood pressure, my health, <laughs> right? That's a big one for a lot of people. So define your values and ask yourself, 
you know, if, if you can take a big portion of your workload off of your plate uh, in a day, the stressful stuff that you don't love to do, is that something you can hire out at a reasonable price and get, uh, you know, a return on investment, either in time or money, uh, then absolutely, you should go for it. Uh, absolutely. Of course, best, I love best, that. Best investment I ever made. Yeah. I love that part. Define your values. Of course, the top five, again, the 20%. And thinking about those other 80% that you can offer to someone else that can do the job for you or even better at times. Am I right? right. Yep, yes. 100%. One last thing, Chris. I know Winston would be listening to this episode. Would you want to give him a quick shout out? Oh, I love Winston. Winston, thank you for everything you do, man. You're uh, you're very amazing. Uh, look forward to a long, uh, uh, enjoyable relationship in the future. Uh, I do know that Winston is always striving to better himself, and he, that's one thing he has done uh, quite a bit since I've known him, and I'm, I just kudos to him for that. I want everyone to have passion uh, in what they do, and he absolutely does, uh, and um, I just appreciate him every day. Honestly, he does run my business. If he were to you know, step out of it tomorrow, I would be hurting really bad, so uh, I would be calling for another one. <laughs> And I know that it would be very hard to meet the standards that, that he has. So I appreciate everything Winston does. Uh, and I appreciate the values he, he, he has and brings to my business. Uh, and I couldn't be more thankful for, uh, you know, the work that he does for me. So thank you, Winston, from the bottom of my heart. Perfect. Now, we are very excited, of course, for the relationship of your business inside Rebecca to grow in the next years to come. Again, Chris, thank you very much for being on the show. And if you would like to know more about Cyberbacker, of course, please visit our website, cyberbacker.com. Chris, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for listening to our daily dose of Cyber CEO. Stay tuned to know more about how Cyberbacker creates a difference in this digital time and age. For more details, please visit our website www.cyberbacker.com or follow us on Facebook, Cyberbacker Inc.